There's no shame in seeking more out of life. It's completely acceptable to want to feel fully alive. If you feel a calling, if you've reached midlife or beyond and ache for something to light you up or to set you free, then this is the place for you. There's a seed inside you that wants to grow? Well, I invite you to join me in some insightful conversations about what it means to have reached midlife or beyond and find that you want a deeper connection with self and spirit, that you have dreams that you never dared act upon before now, that no matter your age, you're willing to finally meet your heart's longing and start an adventure to your true self. I'm Patty Diener, an author, an entrepreneur, and a seeker of the best life possible in our beautiful second act. So let's get started. Well, hello, my dear friends, and welcome back to Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener, your host, and I wanted to let you know that today's episode is going to be my final solo episode for 2021. That's right. The last episode for the year of 2021 in Beautiful Second Act will be this coming Tuesday, which is the 21st of December, and it will be with a beautiful woman that actually started the whole thing with me. My very first interview episode was with Willow Starr, formerly known as Carrie Vaca, and um, she's going to be coming back and doing our final interview on the 21st. And then after that, we're going to be taking a break in these last few weeks of December and we'll be returning in the new year of 2022. Can you believe it's real? I mean, who can believe it? 2022. I know when I was a kid, I never thought we'd be saying that. It's just interesting. Anyway, um, so yeah, before we get into today's episode about how aging is a privilege, um, I wanted to remind you guys of a few things that I've already talked to you about in the past, but if you've not listened to the podcast in, in previous episodes, then this would be all new to you. <laughs> Okay, so in the new year coming up, okay, in 2022, when we have, whenever we have a new year and the cal- calendar flips to January, we always start to think about um, what's next for me, what's coming up that I'm going to plan for the new year. And if in the new year you're starting to make plans for 2022 that might include either a, a big birthday celebration or a big anniversary celebration sometime this year or a wedding or, um, you know, you just are just planning a, a big office gathering, please consider Diener Ranch Event Center. Okay, yeah, that's my family. And I'll leave the information on how to look that up in the show notes. Diener Ranch Event Center is in uh, Northern California. We are just uh, north of the Napa Valley, and we are in a beautiful wine country of Lake County, California. Um, it's a gorgeous place to have an event and I hope you'll consider it. So give it a look, um, beautiful country setting. And again, I will put all the ways that you can find us on a Facebook. We have a Facebook page and there's also um, a website. So check that out. Another thing that's really important is if you have not already joined beautiful second act Facebook group, why not? You guys will love it. You'll have so much fun there. We have Friday Night Wine Live. We have Sunday Morning Coffee Live. Um, All through the week are opportunities to motivate, inspire, and share with people in midlife and beyond, all excited to live our best life in the second half of life. All right. So let's get into today's episode. You know, a lot of us don't stop and consider the fact that aging is such a privilege. 
Um, I mean, so many of us are so wrapped up in um, the way we look or the way we feel and either gripe about the wrinkles or complain about the age spots or how, you know, we have snap, crackle, pop going on all the time whenever we move. Um, some of us can't get up too fast. Um, you know, there's, there's all these little things that people complain about. You know, our memory may not be what it used to be. Our hair is either falling out or uh, it's growing in places we didn't want it to. <laughs> and there's, there's so many things that people in midlife and beyond bitch about when it comes to the aging process. But you know what, you guys, there are so many reasons to celebrate aging. And um, quite honestly, we are living healthier, better lives now um, as a whole than what we used to. I mean, life expectancy for humans um, has actually been raised quite a bit because uh, we're a little bit more health conscientious, at least for the most part, statistically anyways. Aging is something that is a mindset. And the way that I look at it is aging is such a privilege that some do not get to experience. At any rate, I just wanted to talk today about how, what a blessing it is and how great I feel to be in midlife now and to feel that privilege of reaching a certain age where, you know, I have more wisdom and I'm a little bit more at peace with, with the way things are in my body and, and um, the way that I feel, the way that I think. I think as a whole, as a human being, I have grown so much that, you know, the few extra pounds or the wrinkles on my face or around my neck or, you know, the fact that my hair is a little thinner now than it used to be when I was younger and the gray that's around my temples, none of that seems to bother me in a way that I thought it might. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I don't have my vanity because I absolutely do. And I still want to look my best and I still am working harder at trying to take care of myself and at losing weight, but not so much the losing weight because of vanity. Although yes, I do want to look better in that little dress, but I also want to live longer. I mean, I, my reasons behind, you know, my, my big why for, um, getting into shape is more now because I want to have my freedom. I want to be able to be mobile the longer I live. I, you know, I want to make sure that I'm still able to take care of myself and to go and to do and to be. I don't want to be, you know, stuck, crippled up. So um, even if you are in a way where things are painful, there are so many things that we can do to get our mojo back and to um, heal our bodies naturally with movement and diet and supplements. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to to talk to you guys a little bit today about some of the things that I've been hearing and some of the things that I've, I've looked into. Um, I was listening to a podcast earlier this week from, oh, let me think, what was the name of it? Um, I think it's called Midlife, no, Women in the Middle. And this is really actually a good, a good thing to contemplate for any of us. You know, it's like, okay, so who is it that if you had to stop and think about people that you idolize that are in midlife and beyond, who would that be? And I was like, wow, that's something really, that's something that I would like to sit back and think about myself. And the people that when, when I think about, you know, movie stars or famous people that are now in midlife, I think to myself, you know, who are some of the rock stars that are still out there living their best life? And I got to tell you, the top of my list is Clint Eastwood. The man is 91 years old for crying out loud. He's still making movies. Not only is he still making movies, but he's doing it up and about and moving freely and, and um, 
he's so mobile. He's so, um, you know, interactive with the crew and he, he's not doing it from a chair. The man does not, it's like he defies age. He's 91 and he looks amazing. And um, I was doing some reading, some research on, you know, what are some of the things that he does? And quite honestly, Clint Eastwood, um, a lot of it is mindset, but also the fact that his father died when he was in his 60s and, and Clint Eastwood didn't want that to happen to him. So he really started paying close attention to his diet and to moving regularly. And um, he's just really careful not to eat too many, you know, rich and saturated fat desserts and sweets and things like that. Um, and everything is in moderation. So um, I, I was really impressed by the fact that he he took, you know, his diet seriously. But more than anything is um, from everything that I've read about the man, he just, he just, age is not really something he considers too much. He just keeps going. He keeps doing and um, taking care of himself on a daily basis with his diet. It seems to be pretty much the, um, the, the standard thing that I found with all of the people I looked up. You'll see a pattern here in a few minutes when I keep talking about the next few people. But um, it made me really reflect on some stuff that I thought about this week when I went to a nutrition and um, cooking, uh, oh, I don't know if we want to call it a show necessarily, but it was, um, it was for a book signing from a beautiful, wonderful woman named Kai Bravo, who's also been on my show. Um, I will list the episode in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to her episode. But um, diet seems to be the key factor in a lot of things that are um, creating people to live longer, which is nothing that is like, you know, that's not, not, that's nothing new necessarily, because we all know that our diet is very important. But some of us don't take it quite as seriously as we should. And, you know, being 53 and in 2022, I'm going to be turning 54. I feel really good right now, but I want to continue to feel good. And I know in order for me to keep my body healthy and moving and being strong, I'm going to really have to pay a lot more close attention to my diet as I age so that I can live longer. Anyway, um, another person I was thinking about that I always thought was really amazing and how they never slowed down was Harrison Ford. The man, I mean, Indiana Jones. Hello, who doesn't love Indiana Jones? Um, I, I, I've always known that he was health conscientious, but I recently found out that he gave up meat and it's like, you know, he didn't do it until he was in his seventies. But again, you know, if he, if he ends up living as long as Clint Eastwood, maybe giving up meat might be something that is going to help, um, prolong his life and keep him healthy. And, um, you know, I, I don't eat a lot of red meat, but I am a meat eater and I will be honest with you. I mean, I could never go camping and not smell bacon somewhere in the campground and not crave bacon. Um, I don't think that I could ever give up meat totally, but I could really go on a mostly vegetarian diet for, you know, the whole week and maybe eat meat once a week. I could totally do that. Um, my rest of my family, I don't know. And as my husband and I are, you know, eventually going to be, we were empty nesters and then one of the birdies flew back to the nest. Um, but, you know, we all do eat meat, but it's rare that we eat um, heavy, you know, red meats. My husband does love his hamburgers, but um, I don't, I don't fix a lot of that. So I'm more of a chicken and fish and uh, periodically we'll do pork. But, um, and, and, you know, the, here's the thing, you guys, it depends on who you ask, right? Your diet, it, it all depends on who you ask. Well, I think I go by, go by more about how I feel, what my test results are from my doctor. And, you know, I go, I kind of gauge everything by that. And, you know, family history and everything you have to kind of pay attention to. But um, my test results are always really good. 
I've been very fortunate that since my episode with my thyroid attacking me <laughs> or the attack of my thyroid uh, in 2020, ever since that happened, I really haven't had any incidents of any kind of problems. All of my uh, blood work looks really good. However, um, like I said, it's just about wanting to continue to feel good. That's my main goal in, you know, aging. And, and I feel so fortunate to feel as good as I do. Um, anyhow, when I was thinking about Harrison Ford, I did some searching and some rooting around. And the only thing that I really noticed is the fact that he is, you know, he's, he is a very active person and, um, cutting out dairy and meat, uh, from his diet. He, he mostly eats just, if he has any meat at all, it's fish. And I thought, well, that's something that I could probably do. Cause I love fish. Um, you know, so that's something that I know I will always keep in, keep in my diet. Um, but being a vegetarian, strictly vegetarian, it might be kind of hard for um, when I'm cooking for the rest of my family. But my husband does, he does like, you know, he loves his vegetables. So I think that if I continue to try and help him along and uh, kind of slowly turn him towards, you know, you can sneak it in there too, you guys. There's there's a lot of ways of cooking vegetarian and uh, even vegan without feeling like you're uh, feeling like you're having to give too much up. You just have to really be creative in the in the kitchen, and I love to cook. So um, anyway, moving on, speaking of which, I don't know if you guys remember Mimi Kirk. Mimi Kirk is um, 83 years old, and this woman looks fantastic. I mean, she looks like she's in her 60s. She's 83. She is um, a raw food chef. She's an author of, I think, seven or eight cookbooks, and she's a painter. You might have remember her. She used to, in the 70s. She was um, on Mary Tyler Moore. I think she was on Rhoda. Um, she might have been on uh, like The Odd Couple or something. But um, she's mostly known now as a inspirational. She's an international um, lecturer and coach on health and a raw food diet. She's a painter and she has a website and she's got, you know, her Instagram page and Facebook page. Um, but Mimi Kirk is so inspirational to me because you would not know her age. She is fantastic. And to hear her speak and um, to watch her um, energy, she's just phenomenal. So you might look her up um, and, you know, maybe purchase one of her books. I'm going to pick up one of her cookbooks because um, I know a lot of people when they hear raw food, they're like, oh my gosh, it's, everyone's eating a bunch of, bunch of carrots and <laughs> they're grazing. You know, my husband would think that that's the first thing my husband would think is he'd be like, oh no, I'm not doing, I'm not doing any of that. But the thing is, is there's a lot you can do with fruits and vegetables, you guys. And um, even if you just replace, you know, one meal a day, that's strictly all vegetables or fruits, be amazed at how much better you're going to feel. And uh, we really all need to get a certain amount of vitamins in our body anyways, every day. So why not make sure that instead of just popping those, you know, dehydrated pills that they have for sale out there on the market, make sure that you're hydrating with really good fruits and vegetables naturally, and your body will absorb a lot of what you need that way. Something else to you guys to consider. Um, and before I go on to one of the final people I was going to talk about who was really inspirational to me, um, is I follow, I've been following, the Blue Zones are like everywhere, everybody's talking about it now. But a long time ago, when they very first uh, came out with the, the first book, The Blue Zones, um, I really was fascinated with the fact that um, there's 
these special places around the globe where they have the most uh, concentrated centurions. And the people that live, that were the groups of people that lived to 100 or more, um, these people had a few things in common on, on all these different areas. And one was that a lot of them ate a f high fruit uh, vegetable-based diet. And the other thing was they all had purpose in some sort. Every day they had something that they did every day to get up and got moving. So movement and diet, your nutrition and your movement are really important. But feeling a sense of community and purpose was a big part of it. And um, so, I, you know, again, I'm looking into these things for the second half of life, wondering what's the second half of my life going to be like? I want to be as full of energy as possible. I want to feel good. I want to move. I want to be able to go and do whenever I want to. And what is it going to take for me to be able to stay healthy? And so I'm really fascinated with all these different people's stories and with the different lifestyles. Um, I don't like to call them diets because to me, that's a fad. A diet is something that you go on for a while and then you, you know, you go on and off of it. I'm more interested in a lifestyle and something that I can incorporate regularly into my life. And which is like I say, it's not to say that I'm going to do some, I'm not going to give up meat entirely because I know myself. I don't, if I told myself I could never have meat again, all I would want is meat. <laughs> so it's like my friend Kai says from Kai's Garden, you know, the minute you tell yourself you can't have something, that's all you want. So you're, you're going to need to be able to figure out what is it that you really want. And she has this 80-20 um, method of, you know, 80% of the time you're doing, you know, raw fruits and vegetables or at least fruits and vegetables. Some of them can be raw. Some of them can be cooked. But try and, try and do a primarily fruits and vegetables vegan diet. And then maybe 20% 20 20 of the time you do what it is that you need to do to feel, you know, satisfied so you don't feel like you're missing out on something. And that in itself is going to really help you to feel better and to live better. Um, so my last person that I thought of was because I'm an author, I'm a writer, I love Nora Roberts. She's like my hero. Um, she's written so many books. I mean, it's if I tried to put all her books on a shelf, I couldn't. I would have to get a warehouse. The woman is just a badass when it comes to putting her ass in the chair and getting the work done. And um, she, though, I was always wondering, how can she be so skinny and have been writing all these years, you know, sitting in a chair all day long? What is it that she does? And so I found a 2014 article that she um, gave an interview on. I think the interview was from fallintothestory.com. At any rate, the woman, she drinks her Diet Pepsis. She has her wine. But what she did do is she made sure that even though all those hours that she has, that she is sitting in the chair, she gets up periodically to go and let her dogs, you know, out and she plays with them a little bit here and then when she takes her breaks, then she gets her ass back in the chair. And um, by around four o'clock every day, she finds some form of activity that she does for exercise, whether it be, um, you know, weight resistant or um, aerobic or um, whatever, but she does move daily and gets in her exercise. So, and then she'll cook, you know, she might have a pasta dinner that night and, and it's like no big deal because, you know, she's, she's exercising and, um, you know, she's hydrating, but she also still likes her diet Pepsi and she likes her wine. So, 
I'm thinking, okay, the woman is 71 years old and she's still a badass. So and anyway, um, you know, there are things that we need to consider. You know, we need to make sure that we're, we're trying to eat a healthy diet. We need to make sure that we are moving. And because if you don't move it, you lose it. It's a, it's a big thing, you guys. I know that if I sit too long, I start getting my, my uh, hip flexors tighten up. My low back starts pulling and I have got to stretch and move. So yoga helps me with that. I'm not really good at yoga, but I try. I'm hoping to get better at it in 2022. Um, I did a great episode this year with um, Janine Naiman. And uh, you're going to want to check out, I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes for her too, because she is a yoga therapist, which is more than just going to get, you know, going to a yoga studio and taking a class. It's a, a, a whole body experience. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm planning, to, planning to integrate these healthful habits in 2022 that are not something that's going to be a fad. It's not going to be a flash in the pan. These are the types of things I want to do for life to make me feel good and live a healthier, longer life. And I'm hoping that they'll help you too. Because like I say, to get older is a privilege, you guys. Not everybody gets older. You know, if, if, if we're lucky enough to be disease-free and to continue to, to have a birthday every year, um, then we're very fortunate. Uh, you know, Walt Disney said that growing old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. I love that slogan. I love that saying because, um, you know, you don't have to, it's, you know, it's, I think about when I think about that saying that, uh, Walt Disney said, I also think about somebody like, uh, Betty White, Betty White is, she's extremely old now. She's well past 90 and her mindset is so youthful. So even though you're getting old, you're, you know, growing up does it's optional because that woman is hilarious. She jokes around. She says, you know, I just feel like me. I don't feel like an old woman. I just feel like me. And then I look in the mirror and it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, growing old is a mindset, you guys. We have to be positive about it. We have to laugh about it. We have to love ourselves and the skin we're in. And I'll leave you with um, a quote from Ingrid Bergman. She said, growing old is like climbing a mountain. You get a little bit out of breath, but the view is better. <laughs> so I absolutely love that. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that um, at this, this point in time in my life, since I feel so good about who I am and, and where I'm going, I hope that it only continues to get just better and better. And, you know, as we hit little hurdles along the way with aging and so forth, I'm going to constantly do the best that I can to find ways to just live my best life. And um, I'm hoping that I can, in 2022, bring you guys along the same journey with me and trying to find all the best ways to live our best life in our second half of life. Um, don't forget you need to tune in the 21st for a final episode in this calendar year of 2021. It will be with Willow Star. She is the gal that has beat stage four breast cancer. Um, she has a natural way of approaching it. She completely changed her life after a 25-year um, marriage. She ended it um, in order to heal herself. Um, the doctors had told her to get her affairs in order and to go on disability and just try and live the best she could because she was probably 
they didn't give her maybe two years. And here it is over five and a half years later. She has uh, completely gotten rid of all her tumors and she is living her best life. She is currently now um, out and about helping other people heal cancer. She is um, on YouTube at Willow Star. You're going to check her out. Um, all the information is going to be on the Thursday episode. She does uh, van healings, which are great. I mean, she goes around in her van all over the place and um, has conversations with people. She um, does readings with people. She does um, a lot of just hand-holding for those that are just figuring out what they, what they need to do to heal their bodies and heal their minds. You're going to want to check out Tuesday's episode, and it will be the last interview and the last podcast for 2021 on Beautiful Second Act. I hope that you guys will tune into that. All right. Thanks so much for being here. I absolutely adore you guys. Don't forget to follow me at Beautiful Second Act on Facebook and also on Instagram. And um, I will be talking to you soon. I hope you have a fantastic weekend. If you join Beautiful Second Act Facebook group now, then you'll be able to see Friday Night Wine Live this week and Sunday Morning Coffee Live. All right. Much love to you. I'll be talking to you. Cheers. Thank you.